But now I'm recording, so all that swearing you two were doing back and forth won't be a good podcast. Didn't record all that earlier. Take away our family friendly rating. Holy cow. Well, he called me earlier and I'm talking to Amanda, and then he called me again just now, and I'm like, he's going to think I'm dead or something, so I better send him a message. Yep, because we got to record on a slightly different day today. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> that, sounds that, funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. Hey, everyone, this right. That is a podcast that sounds funny. It is the week of September 28, 2021, episode 48. Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister, telling it the way we see it. I'm your host, Keith, and with me, Terry and Jill. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it, because, of course, play on words being blind and listening to things that are funny. It's kind of how we came up with that, trying to be yeah. all funny. <laughs> Hey, we like to start off with a segment called What's New? Just something recent for classic family story. Does anyone have a question? So does anybody have anything they want to present? I got a couple. Talk about. Go for it, Terry. You can go first. Well, since our last podcast, I got the screens put in my bay windows, so I have my windows open, but now it's supposed to be super hot today. Yeah, it is. Temperatures. Um, I have a scary story. About, um, you know, my wife, um, we have a store, and so uh, the other day, my wife, um, we have a store, and so uh, the other day she had left, and whenever she leaves, I have her lock the front door, and I sit in the office, and I was in the office, and I was eating an apple, and I could have swore I heard somebody trying to get in the front of the store, you know, in the front door, and I was like, is somebody out there? And nobody said anything, which, of course, you know, like I told my mom in the past, if anybody was breaking in, they're not going to say, yeah. Yeah, I'll just break it into your store. Thanks for asking. And I was like, I was back there, is anybody here? And then a little bit later, I, then I thought I heard a dog growling. You know, because there's little dogs barking just like you might hear right now from the background. And so then I heard again. Is somebody in here? You know, and so then I got up. I was eating the apple, so I had my knife in my hand. So I go up to the front. Is anybody in here? Nobody said anything. I got up to the window and uh, to the front door, and somebody goes, Hey, is it? Oh, they scared the crap out of me. And so he goes, It's me, Josh, the sign guy. And I told him what, I, what was happening. He said, You must have heard my drill. I was out here. Oh putting the signs on the building scared the crap out of me <laughs> yeah. breaking in the end of the store I was like wow <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah wow. that's what you get when you're blind but that's like what I told mom when she'd tell me I think somebody's breaking in my house I said well I'll stay on the phone with you somebody in here? I go, Mom, they're not going to answer you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm in a wheelchair. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got the cops on the floor right now. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm in a wheelchair. I'm blind. I was in a chair with wheels in the office. You know, but still, I like, but it's funny now. But take advantage of me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually had a couple things, but I forgot to write them down, as often happens. So I, I do not exactly have anything to present here at the beginning of the show. You got something, Jill? Oh, I'm, I'm not real sure. I mean, the only mm-hmm. thing that I've been doing, I went to church yesterday. It's our missions week. And uh, there are a couple missionaries from uh, the Caribbean, which sounds like a really fun place to be a missionary because I hear it's a real pretty the Caribbean, the Caribbean, yeah, yeah. missionary to Caribbean to Hawaii, yeah, mm. to Haiti. One of them, there's two of them. One was from well, Haiti, Haiti, not so other. much. <laughs> I, I don't know much about Haiti except for what was it? They had an earthquake or a, a hurricane or something. Yeah, happened there. Haiti, as far as I know, actually is not a bad place. It's just uh, it's a very poor country, so they're economically uh-huh. not so good. I mean, it's not really funny, but they're very entertaining. These two guys that were talking, and so. <laughs> entertaining talking about all the different things they come across and the crazy things that people do and haiti is kind of known for having a lot of voodoo there (laughs) oh the one guy to haiti when he 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 was from north georgia so he had that southern accent but then he could speak french and spanish and it was weird because when he switched languages i was like why you don't hear the southern accent anymore (laughs) Yeah, it goes away when you're speaking Spanish, and Spanish people are farther south than Georgia. Hola, como estas? Muy bien, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well whenever you learn fun. a language, you do tend to learn that inflection. So, yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't have a lot. Just kind of hanging out at the house, being re- relaxed as possible. We had one kid who went away to his mom's for the weekend, so it's a little bit more mellow around here. <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. When we, I have, I do actually have a letter to read from an actual real listener, which I, I could do it. I think we'll get down with the holidays, maybe. Uh, so let's go ahead and do that. Talk about holidays. Holidays, yeah. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. What about them? Yeah, what about them? <laughs> well, you There's know. There's too many of them, according to Keith's list. Too many. Now that I said that, I'm trying to find my holiday list. This is just well, I was going to say, the thing with the holidays is that uh, we only have a couple of days left in the month, then we go into October holidays. And um, but starting out with today, September 28th, Tuesday, which, well, we're actually recording on Monday because of we'll start with Tuesday to Tuesday, is Ask a Stupid Question Day, <laughs> which teachers everywhere would probably sympathize with that one. <laughs> it is National Drink Beer Day, so you got all those stupid questions, coffee. yeah, you can drink a beer. National Neighbor Day. Hello, neighbor. Voter Registration Day. St. Wenceslaus Day. Hey, now, wait a minute. That was last. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're just reviewing what we said read last week. Okay. Uh, World Rabies Day. So that's just to review 
because we talked about this last week so we can people can be prepared and so uh that's what we would typically read on a Tuesday because we typically record Tuesday. Okay. Moving on to what would be tomorrow, Wednesday, September 29th, National Coffee Day. Yeah. So instead of beer, you can drink your coffee. So you drink right. beer on Tuesday and you drink coffee to sober up on Wednesday. <laughs> it's National Starbucks Day. No surprise there if it's coffee day. Right. Yeah, well, that's all we got for Wednesday. A big day of drinking coffee. So all you right. can be wired, have your eyes wide open. You could be like pinging <laughs> out the walls with caffeine high, full bladder. Yeah, all those things. Yeah. Uh, moving on to September 30, Thursday, International <laughs> Podcast Day. Oh, cool. You can c- celebrate your favorite podcasters, ahem, ahem. <laughs> by hitting up our donate button and sending us lots of money. I would let you. <laughs> it is National Love People Day. So show your love by hitting up our donate button. <laughs> 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 That's all there is on that day. So you can see where my one track mind is going. Or you can check out the MCAB. We now have a cool donate button, too. Yeah. Thanks to Keith. Yay. You can drop them 50 bucks. If you got if you too want, much money and don't know what to do with it, you can donate yeah. to both. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to donate more than 50 bucks at the MCAB, I'll have to make the button work differently, but I can do that. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to October 1st, Friday, Chinese National Day. Not a new year, just a national day. I don't know what kind of national day. Hmm. Chinese, maybe you celebrate the coronavirus. I don't know. Maybe that's the day we're all supposed to go to the Chinese buffet. Could be. Yeah. There you go. Go to your favorite China buffet on that day. That's payday for me. I think we'll go. (laughs) Now, before it was National Coffee Day, here is International Coffee Day. Wow. So you got Coffee Wednesday, Coffee Friday. International Day of Older Persons. Coffee every day. National Black Dog Day. <coughs> forget the spotted dogs. Forget the brown dogs. You got a black dog. It's his day. <laughs> or her day. That's the Led Zeppelin song, too. It is National Fire Pup Day. So I guess they'll, they'll, you can do Dalmatians that day. Black dogs yeah. and Dalmatians. National Hair Day. I wish I could celebrate that one again. <laughs> I could be like John Wayne. If someone once asked him, hey, is that your your hair? He goes, yeah, I paid good money for this. National Homemade Cookies Day. So if there's anybody out there making homemade cookies, let me give you my address. Just send me an email. I'll tell you where to send them to. National Poetry Day. World Smile Day. World Vegetarian Day. Well, World Smile Day, isn't that what they call it when you donate to a charity through Amazon? 
So you can send money to MCAB. <laughs> I don't think we ever got our set up. Wild donation. Our treasurer is supposed to set that up. I don't know if we ever. I just thought it was supposed to smile that day. (laughs) I guess so. Have to get tickled a lot or something. (laughs) Turn your frown upside down or whatever. Put your head on upside down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, October 2nd, Saturday. International Day of Nonviolence. Oh, we need that today in the world. So, if, you know, the, the the rate of murder is up by like twenty nine percent this this past year. Wow! So, if you're thinking about killing somebody, just remember be nonviolent about it. Be nonviolent Saturday. I don't <laughs> the, think there's a way of killing people that ain't violent. That was the point, kind of. <laughs> I wonder how many people would be dead if everybody that wanted to kill somebody killed themselves instead. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> now, probably the reason why it's nonviolent day is it is Mahatma Gandhi's birthday. Uh, it's also easy. National Custodian Day. You know, so if you're a custodian out there, janitors, I guess it's a Saturday, so you're off that day anyway. So. <laughs> But custodian can be lots of things. You can be a custodian of, you know, library books or custodian of whatever, or a you know custodian of a child. Uh, it's, yeah. it's also a name your car day. <laughs> so, like, if you if you're the Dukes of Hazard, you could name your car the General E. That's me. Who put the antifreeze in my carburetor? Yeah. <laughs> If you're not the Dukes of Hazards, name your car something else. <laughs> Unless you just like the Dukes of Hazards, then you can do that too. Um, October 3rd, Sunday, Mean Girls Day. <laughs> wow. I think there's another name for mean girls, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> they were at least, uh, you know, dogs. But, uh, mean right. <laughs> National Boyfriend Day. That's I get right. all those mean girls and boyfriends are on the market. So there we go. Dump on your mean itchy. girlfriend. Your hands is itchy. It's great. I don't understand this one. National Kevin Day. Kevin. If your name is Kevin, Sunday is your day. National show. Unity Day. Hmm? There was a TV show or a movie about Kevin. I think I think that was the title of it, but I never watched it. Kevin was the kid from Home Alone. You have Kevin Bacon. It had that game about six degrees of Kevin Bacon or something like that. I have huh. no, I have not got a clue what the holiday is about, or then it's Kevin Day. We uh, just make up, and, stuff and it's a it. national day, so nationwide alert to all Kevins. Word up. Maybe the Retrobots could look into that. (laughs) They might have to. Everybody needs love, including anyone named Kevin. If you have been neglecting your Kevins lately, here's your chance to right or wrong. David, what are you doing? Didn't you hear? Terry just asked us to help. National Kevin Day aka National Huggy Kevin Day, not to be confused with Kevin Day, a British comedian, takes place on October 3rd or April 20th depending on how much traffic social media users generate for either day. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to go overboard. Bottom line, grab a Kevin, with permission, of course, and give a hug. History of National Kevin Day
The first Kevin we can find on record is Saint Kevin in 6th century Ireland. He sounds like quite the chap, having founded Glendalow Abbey in the Kingdom of Leinster. He is one of the patron saints of the Archdiocese of Dublin. David Things got pretty quiet on the Kevin front from then up until the 20th century, when Kevin became a very popular name, particularly in the 1950s. Many attribute the name's rise in popularity to the actor Kevin McCarthy who shot to fame for his role in Death of a Salesman in 1951. David, I think that's enough. For Kevin's in the U.S. things reached a peak in 1963, with it being the 11th most popular name chosen that year. Sadly it has been on a steady decline ever since and in 2016 it was ranked as the 89th most popular boy's name in the country. Its decline in the UK has been even more severe with Kevin dropping out of the top 100 most popular names way back in the 1990s. Okay, you can stop now. It's not all bad though for our Kevins. The name peaked in Germany in 1991, largely due to Kevin McAllister in Home Alone, it seems they loved Macaulay Culkin's Little Rascal and his mischievous ways. Are you finished now? Notable Kevins of our time include the actor Kevin Bacon, the Belgian Premier League soccer player Kevin De Bruyne, and comedian and actor Kevin Hart. All of whom are doing Kevins everywhere proud. Tell me you're done. National Kevin Day Timeline. The Middle Ages. Saint Kevin opens a monastery. During the 6th century, Saint Kevin, a monk and hermit, founded a monastery at Glendalow in County Wicklow, Ireland. The 6th century? Seriously? How long is this going to take? 1972. Sammy Davis Jr. hugged President Nixon. Wait, what does Sammy Davis Jr. and President Nixon have to do with Kevin? You know. The hugging part. Hug a Kevin Day. Sammy Davis Jr. grabbed President Nixon from behind and gave him a hug at the Republican National Convention. This raised some eyebrows as you can well imagine. No, I can't imagine. 1984. Walter Mondale didn't hug his running mate. Presidential candidate Walter Mondale and his vice presidential running mate Geraldine Ferraro made headlines for not hugging each other during their campaign. Oh yeah? Well what about the time when politicians caused trouble by hugging? 2004. A Democratic senator angered a Republican over a hug. Tom Dashley, Democratic senator from South Dakota, angered Republicans during his campaign by appearing to hug George W. Bush in a show of national unity during a campaign ad. But did you want to know how Hug a Kevin Day became a thing to be celebrated on October 3rd? No. Good, I'll tell you then. 2017. ABC declares National Hug a Kevin Day. In a failed attempt to drum up interest in its new sitcom based on a character named Kevin Finn, ABC pushed October 10th as National Hug a Kevin Day but the sitcom only lasted one season. That's a lot of trivia about Kevin Day. National Kevin Day Activities. Oh no don't tell me there's more. Be Kevin for a day. It's National Kevin Day, so honor Kevins everywhere by trying on their name for just one day. Introduce yourself as Kevin to strangers. Tell your friends you changed your name to Kevin just to see what happens. If you're a woman, tell everybody that Kevin is trending high as a woman's name on Instagram. They'll believe you because who wouldn't believe someone named Kevin? Well, that's interesting David, um, I mean Kevin. Thank you Kevin, but there's more things to do to celebrate. Take a poll about Kevin. Write a poem to Kevin. Who knew there was so much to such an obscure holiday?
Back to you, Terry, Keith and Jill. You mean Kevin, Kevin, and Kevin. Whatever. Insert yeah, Kevin. well, things uh, retrobots, I guess, whatever. Uh, National Unity Day wraps out Sunday. Um, October 4th, Monday. St. Francis of Assisi. It's his day. St. Francis de Sissi. I mean, Assisi. <laughs> it's again a Catholic day. I haven't got a clue about saints. Somebody who's Catholic, you, just, you really need to call, give us an uh, email and inform us because we really don't know. Nope. I know there's a CeCe's Pizza. Maybe he's the saint of the pizza world. <laughs> saint Francis of a pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds Italian, so it could be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's National Child Health Day. National Cinnamon Roll Day. Mm. Ooh, it's getting better. National Golf Lovers Day. If it's not putt putt or computer golf, <laughs> I have a guy. Uh, National Taco Day. I got a grandson who'll be loving that. Yeah. I'll, have to t- I'll have to tell tell my, my wife about that. Maybe she can make tacos that day. What was that? Tuesday or Monday? Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Wait, no Monday. You're right. Monday. It's Monday. Um, yeah, my wife doesn't like tacos much. I, I, I kind of like them. I don't like to have them all the time. Uh, it's but it's National Vodka Day. So huh. you can eat up a bunch of tacos and wash them down with vodka. I'm surprised it's not tequila day. That goes with tacos instead I of vodka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, World Animal Day. So I guess if you have like you know meat in your tacos, you're celebrating that animal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have a meatless taco. <laughs> there we go. Save a cow that day. Save a cow. And that brings us full circle to Tuesday, October 5th, Amazon Prime Day. Now, on my old-time radio podcast, I used to have uh, links for Amazon uh, so you can support that podcast. I, I think I pretty much have them taken down. But maybe I'll put them back up so I can celebrate Amazon Prime Day. People can buy Amazon Prime stuff. Support that podcasting effort. It's National Be Nice Day. (laughs) So you can be nice and click our donate buttons on this podcast. They're on MCAB's podcast. (laughs) And now I do on my retro-otr.com page, there is a donate page that tells you various ways to support the podcast and so on. So be nice and send me money that day. <laughs> it's National Do Something Nice Day, which seems kind of the same kind of a holiday. It's National Get Funky Day. Insert funky. some funky music here. Play that funky music. Yeah. Right, boy. To the left. <laughs> okay, Terry, here you go. It's National Kiss a Wrestler Day. Oh, no. Oh, right. <laughs> <Be now. laughs> You're going to have to reconcile with the, what's his face? So we said his name <laughs> the other day on the podcast. Well, I had to kiss that wrestler. Kiss your wrestler husband. I, I guess you could have uh, uh, Kim do it for you, huh? <laughs> 
Yep. Hey, you, you can kiss him with her mouth. How about that? <laughs> it is uh, Chum B E N, Chum Ben, whatever the heck that is. I do not know. Sounds Asian to me, or maybe I don't know, something. It's World Teachers Day. Wow, and that rounds out next week. Woo! <laughs> so it's an interesting holidays there, to be sure. <laughs> Definitely. Chum, I thought was what they did when they attract sharks. They put yeah, they put uh, fish and bait uh, to attract sharks. Yeah. And ben, so they cut would, up Ben and they make chum out of him. So if you know somebody named Ben, you, you well, just cut him up in pieces. It's just B-E-N. So if you know somebody named Ben, you cut him up and you, you turn him into chum for the sharks. Or you have a chum, as in a friend, named Ben. Like uh, what the movie about the rats. Michael, Jack, Michael Jackson singing. Yeah. Ben, I think I think that was a sequel to Willard, or Willard was a sequel to Ben. I don't remember which one came first anymore. Mm. But anyway, that's our holidays. Yeah. We're doing news, and next you're going to read that email. I can. Uh, we can do it that way, or I can read read the email now if you want. You should read it. Then whoever wrote it, they go. Oh, you read my email first. <laughs> uh, now this uh, starts out. It just says Keith. I had to laugh out loud when you mentioned the bear in the car or the bear, all the bears in the car storage we've having lately. Uh, uh, one of the guys my husband works with is kind of a redneck sort. Not sure if you've ever heard of the TV show called red green. Yes, I have. I used to watch it all the time. It's on PBS. They even had a, a, a movie called red green duct tape forever. Huh. It's a, he's a Canadian guy. He's kind of kind of a redneck version of Canada. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, she goes on. Uh, but there's a character on the show. I think his name is Dalton Humphrey. That name sounds familiar. Anyway, he is so cheap. He eats roadkill for dinner. <laughs> well, this coworker was on his way to work when he hit a couple of pheasants. He popped them into his car and continued on to work. He'd take care of them when he got home about 12 hours later. Gross. Yuck. Ah. Nice and funky by then. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, at that time, the shop was next to a fast food restaurant. Next to a large parking lot where the guys all park their cars. Around 10 a.m., one of the restaurant workers called the shop. Turned out the male pheasant was only stunned and had revived. (laughs) (laughs) And was, was downright angry at being pinned up in a hot, small, enclosed space. Made a heck of a mess, too. Yeah, I bet there was probably little white droppings everywhere. (laughs) Feathers or whatever. Anyway, she says, can't remember 
if you went out to wring its neck or just let it go, but it always ensures laughter when it is remembered. <laughs> this is sent by Chris from Oregon. Oh. I won't I won't say her na- town because she didn't say her town. Hmm. But I know it's not like boring Oregon or some of those funky weird names. And I know she's not near the capital. She's in areas where they have you know, seen people living. <laughs> huh. She lives on the trail. <laughs> hmm? The Oregon she's Trail. <laughs> yeah, could be. She might be living along that route. I don't know. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, there's uh, someone who uh, sent us a story and said we could read it on the show. So now let's turn to news. news. I got a story. I want to go first. Okay, go first. It happened in Boulder, Colorado. And this one is uh, similar to one I did, I think, a week ago. Um, there was a company, and they, uh, the city had rented some goats uh, to clear the weeds in the park. And so the, the headline of the story caught my eye because it said, High school students help police round up goat turds. <laughs> I thought it said goat turds, but it said goat herd. But it sounded like... Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's a good thing they didn't have a lake and they were going after the bass. <laughs> and so, and, 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 and Boulder, Colorado, the police, uh, well, there was a, a, herd, a herd of goats. <laughs> I heard of goats once. <laughs> and, and they were cleaning the park. Then three of them was, was the pen that they were in was uh, tampered with, and three goats, I call them Billy Goats Gruff, three goats escaped. And so these uh, students were helping the police to round them up, look for them. They had wandered to a middle school, and the principal of the middle school had, had captured them. He thought, well, he'd seen him in the school, and he assumed that it was like some kind of prank. So he had set him in a room, and they were able to uh, relocate them back with the rest of the turd. I mean, herd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just happened to think, I wonder if a goat herd has a big gas grill that he uses. <laughs> <laughs> Say that pretty quickly and see how it comes out. I'm sure they and that one day I'm sure they aerated the, the park and left fertilizer. They had to pick up all that fertilizer. I mean, get the herd out of there. Good thing it's yeah. not a flock of goats. talking about uh schools or whatever you were saying i got a story out of boston massachusetts they have although i hear a lot of places have school bus shortages Uh, i guess uh, it's hard to hire teacher drivers with the right credentials so uh this in boston massachusetts there was a school they were wanting to take some older kids on a field trip and all they could find to take him on was a party bus. A and party, party bus? A party bus, and it was even equipped with a stripper pole. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't say where the field trip was going. I hope it wasn't to a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, city buses, you know, have those vertical poles you hang on to. I wonder if they would just a city bus so they converted or something. Well, I don't know. I always picture a party bus kind of like those old-fashioned train cars that used to drive up and down Wood River, like a trolley car. Yeah, like a trolley car. Yeah. Maybe, it's, know, a maybe it's just like a, a charter bus that was customized or something. Well, maybe. They, they probably had like different. strobe lights and little disco ball. <laughs> yep, all that stuff, I'm sure. But like I said, it was a short article. It didn't really say where they were going on a field trip or what they were doing, but they ended up using this uh, party bus to get the kids it, there. Didn't Terry have a top 10 list on on uh classic lingerie or something they're going to the underwear museum or something there you go <laughs> on a party bus with a stripper pole <laughs> weird uh, underwear we can just make that out. historical underwear yeah. yeah well i do know there is a underwear museum i think it's in the uk somewhere but uh, it's been a while since i read that story i have to look it up again mm-hmm. well all of my stories i i think are about animals because hey, animals seems to be fun things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Omaha Zoo sends out a warning after a rhino escapes from the enclosure. Mm. Now, it happened, of course, rhino is you know the animal, but I thought maybe it means like how I think Donald Trump coined the phrase uh, Republican in name only, R I N O. I thought, yeah, there's a Republican <laughs> on the loose. Everybody. <laughs> ah. But no, it's pretty much like the story says uh, in Omaha, uh, Nebraska, um, a segment of the zoo was cleared out and visitors were warned to remain inside after a 5,000 pound rhinoceros briefly escaped its enclosure. Uh, The incident happened uh, Tuesday afternoon when zookeepers spotted the rhino outside his uh, enclosure munching on some grass in an area adjacent to the rhino barn that is not open to the public. Apparently, uh, visitors were asked to leave the area and and shelter in place in the buildings. Uh, The zoo's carousel and aviary were cleared. And carousel, interesting. Uh, but apparently the the rhino it it didn't it wasn't like roaming around the zoo. It was I guess a barn that connected the outside area to the inside area, and someone left the doors in the barn open. And the rhino was like, "Hey, I've never been here before." The grass looks greener on the other side. I'm gonna go out there. So. that whole thing that moms always tell their kids were you born in a barn close the door <laughs> yeah do that or else a rhino is going to get out Maybe it will. <laughs> but they did manage to catch him and put him back and no harm done that's good uh, whew, I have another uh, I have a story that's uh, really caught my ear when my phone read it <laughs> It's uh, a pet dick detective. Yeah. <laughs> nice woman with her lost member. 
<laughs> of her family. That, that's what the headline read. Wow. <laughs> a woman in Florida lost her Yorkie Terrier for 59 days. And so she had hired a pet detective who found her puppy and was reunited. Well, a, a slang word for detective is Dick, like Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Or a house dick and was a hotel detective, you know. Wow. So she the hired the dick to do what? Find her what? Her, her lost member. Lost member. Wow. I guess lost so you member were working. A member of the family. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All kinds of things happening with that hat on. <laughs> her dog name was Milo. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. She lost her dog. It was stressful. <laughs> Maharaja was her name. Her dog's name was whatever I just said earlier. Her name was Maharaja? <laughs> yeah. That's the lady. And the dog's name was Fred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, usually it's the other way around. <laughs> the dog has a weird name, usually. Yeah. That's crazy. Is that all your story, Terry? Yeah, yeah. Well, my next one, I found vehicle stories, evidently, because this one happened. It's in North Carolina. There's a funeral home that hired a van. Here behind you, it is I, Dickie Odell, the friendly undertaker. To be like a traveling billboard, and it it tells people to not get their corona vaccinations. Greetings. You're looking fine. Very natural. But it says in small print, it says if you don't get your vaccination, you know, we'll, we'll see you soon. Ah, yes. I've had a hard day. I filled up ten holes. Those gophers are ruining my lord. <laughs> Which means if you get the, you know, this funeral home wants your business. <laughs> don't get your vaccination. They'll come and drop in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and small print on this billboard on the van. It's got their uh, address or web address. Hmm. And then when you go there, it says uh, it's in black and white, just plain black and white. And it says, get your vaccination soon or we'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a valuable member, Riley. You know, I was president of my fraternity at MIT. I didn't know you studied engineering. Not the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. This MIT is in Arizona. The Morticians Institute of Doomstone. <laughs> See, here's my pin with our class motto. Accendentum quonum in presentia. What does that mean? Eventually. Why not now? Ah, <laughs> uh, dear old MIT. Friendship and fraternity, camaraderie and conviviality. Right. I just thought that was funny because uh, they're using it as a another slogan. Um, yeah, slogan. Yeah. But that's about all there was to that. You can, if you got another story, you can go well, ahead. I have one about a country singer, but it involves an animal. Country <laughs> singer uh, Brett Eldridge encounters a bear in his garage. Hmm. 
Do you know who Brett Eldridge is? Mm, I've heard that name. I think a, a country, country singer. singer. Yeah, a country singer. I, I have to say, I didn't quite recognize the name. I listened to a couple of the songs on YouTube, and it's like, I'm still not entirely sure who he is, uh, but he's, he's a good singer. He's got some good songs out. But anyway, uh, in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, country singer Brett Eldridge had an encounter with wildlife. This one involved an air in his ugh, involved a bear in his North Carolina home. Uh, this week, he posted a video of the run-in after the bear entered his garage in Asheville as he was about to go on a hike. Uh, he opened the garage door to go on a hike, and he had a new friend waiting to say hello. <laughs> uh, Eldridge wrote on his Instagram. Uh, the video shows the bear uh, pulling away from the garage wall. Wait. Pulling a bin away from the garage wall, turning it over and trying to pry it open. Meanwhile, uh, Eldridge and others were yelling to try to scare it off. The bear eventually gave up and left the garage without finding any meal. In 2017, Eldridge posted a video of a snake raising itself up out of a toilet. <laughs> well, he was staying at a resort hotel in the Bahamas. Wow. Celebrate the new year. Anyway, uh, he's apparently had some run-ins with animals. Uh, Snakes and toys. They weren't in his swimming pool or playing on his swing set. (laughs) He hasn't met them all yet. (laughs) Pooping in his car. (laughs) It just says bear encounters are becoming more common in Western North Carolina. The newspaper reports. Wow. We need to get some more gangster squirrel activity, man. (laughs) I haven't seen any, any squirrel stories lately. I know they're all bears and all that stuff, but bears and snakes and goats <laughs> have one <laughs> that takes place in Florida. A woman, uh, let me see if I can get the headline here. The headline says, uh, <clears throat> a come on, South Carolina beach woman finds a octopus in a seashell. What? They're that little? <laughs> she, I know. I've heard of hermit crabs and seashells, but not octopus. She, yeah. <laughs> she picked, she saw this uh, shell and was hoping that maybe she could, would pick it up and a crab would be in it. And she picked it up and to her surprise, it was it had an octopus in it. Those aren't crab legs. Those are tentacles. <laughs> I, I, I could just imagine she put it up to her ear to hear the ocean. I would look first. And it know. grabs her. Ah, tentacles on yeah. her head. <laughs> yes, it did. It <laughs> wrapped itself around her arm and crawled up her arm. Be waving that fire. I mean, octopus arm. <laughs> yeah. And so she was waving her her octopus arm like her uh, like the flaming 
Or am I told to joke? Yeah, firearm. <laughs> <laughs> then the 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 octopus was able to. Uh, she flung it loose and it had scurried back into the ocean. So, wow. Yeah. Where yeah. else would it go in the sky? <laughs> Maybe temporarily. That's it. That's she had a, <laughs> a, a once in a lifetime story to tell everybody. Uh, right. Well, good thing it wasn't the jellyfish. She might have got stung and somebody had to pee on her to leave the sting. <laughs> or she put it put it up to her ear and it would have like squirted stuff in her ear. <laughs> that ink that they put out, yeah. She could get a wet willy eight times. Each time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my last story. Here's a Jill story. I forgot. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't. I have others, but I'm going to save them because I have to. Re- they're in emails and I, on my phone that we're podcasting with, so I'll get them downloaded. I was going to do it today, but I forgot we were recording This, this has a headline, No Bull, Scientists Potty Trained Cows to Use a Moo Loo. Yes, that was one of them that I was going to do for next week, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> you can enjoy it now. Yes. <laughs> it turns out that cows can be potty trained as easily as toddlers. Maybe easier. Yeah. It's noble. Scientists have put the test to the test among 16 cows who have learned to use the moo loo. 11 uh, of the 16 could do it. <laughs> just as uh, parents will use a, a sweet treat for their toddlers, uh, they have used a treat for the cows to push through a pin or to, to coax the cows to push through a gate into a pen and use it for a mulu. It only took them 15 days to train the cows. Some kids take quite a bit longer. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, yeah. But they only do number one. I read that article too. They don't do the number two in the loo. So they're at least as good as children aged two to four years. So. Yeah. And, and at least as quick, says the study author and animal behavior scientist in New Zealand's University in Auckland, uh, who worked with colleagues on the test. Uh, what started with a half and jest question on a New Zealand radio talk show about the very real problem of livestock waste resulted in a serious study. Um, and it it wasn't just a, wow, this could be fun academic question. Massive amounts of urine is a environmental issue, they say. Uh, urine contains nitrogen and mixed with feces becomes ammonia, which is an environmental issue, among other problems, uh, the scientists said. Uh, it can also taint water with uh, uh, nitrates and create Airborne pollutant, nitrous oxide. <laughs> Isn't that laughing gas? <laughs> What's the cow? <laughs> I don't know if it's a cow or somewhere. <laughs> uh, and cows tend to pee a lot. How much pee do you think a cow can produce in a day? I know. Five gallons. gallons. Huh? More than five. Eight gallons. It's eight gallons. Eight gallons of pee a day. Day. That's that's a lot. How much water are these cows drinking? I mean, wow. Eight gallons 
Yeah, well, considering you know, a cow gives out like a, multiple gallons of milk per day, yeah, it must take a lot. I mean, humans, they say two quarts of water. Just if you try to drink two quarts of water in a day, you're going to be like peeing up a storm yourself, but not eight gallons. <laughs> anyway, yeah, a lot of pee. Who knew pet cows peed that much? But that's mm. all I got on that story. A lot of pee and potty trained cows. Well, at the end of that story, it said that uh, they're trying, they can't teach cows to not burp or fart because evidently cows burp and fart a lot. And that has, <laughs> that has problems. It's affecting our methane, global warming. Yeah. The, the <laughs> methane from cow farts affects global warming because they do, they fart a lot. Yeah. I, I knew that. I, I told somebody. I told somebody if they want to populate Mars, just put a bunch of cows up there. By the time they get done farting, all the methane in the air, you'll have global warming. There you <laughs> go. Warms the planet right up. All that poop and pee in the ground for fertilizing. Way to do it. That's the way to go. I have a story of. Uh, I thought it said Peoria, but it's uh, Peoria. <laughs> Did it have cows and pee? Or a yeah. monkey, a monkey was running loose and rampant in a hotel parking lot. Huh. I thought Peoria, and I was like, huh, "What if it was a Mark Twain?" <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. We were in August, did it? Whenever we were up there, <laughs> there's a, a monkey spotted on hotel surveillance camera. The monkey would was in the on the loose in the parking lot. It was spotted like somebody riding a scooter and it was like jumped on their back and <laughs> you know there's a YouTube song, Baby Monkey riding backwards <laughs> on a scooter, baby monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's part of this here. I don't know. But it says uh they had footage of it on the, somebody's back on a scooter, on somebody's back when they were just walking around and it was just a little news, you know, small little monkeys, you know, not the... Yeah, well, that baby monkey song, he is riding backwards on a scooter, riding backwards on a pig. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it was that same monkey who's just, you know, taking a show on the road. <laughs> <laughs> They called Bloomington Animal Control, but riding a scooter with a monkey. It was on social media. And Hmm. a man was spotted with an untethered monkey, which probably wasn't his. It's just following him around the park. (laughs) He's like, get away from me, monkey. (laughs) He maybe had a banana in his pocket. Hmm. It was in Fort Wayne. I, I I guess that's close to Bloomington, or well, there's a yeah, Bloomington in Indiana. There's one in Indiana too, but I don't know where. Well, Bloomington and Peoria is not too far apart from each other. Yeah, but Fort Wayne, he said. I thought just uh, now, yeah, Fort Wayne's northern Indiana. The monkey was just doing whatever it wanted to do, and who's going to stop it? They called the Peoria Animal Control and they they captured it and 
They don't have no idea where it came from. They're illegal to keep as pets, but yeah, they get your pants off. Yeah, like a bear. <laughs> you hear, hear that song on the that front the the oh, what's the name of that show? Yeah, that uh, show. The, the story it. show. Yeah, they had that song about the the bear eating. And they did it off. on Red School Bus too. The uh, baby shark song. And they switched it to the bear will eat your face off. <laughs> so if you haven't heard that song, uh, go visit uh, that story show or Red School Bus and. You'll you'll find it. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I think they got it off YouTube, though. I think. No, there was a listener that Everybody sent it a in. Viewer, a listener, right? Right. A listener did. wrote the song based on the Baby Shark songs. Right. And they did all the the musical work, the vocal work, and everything. It's very well. If you don't like the lyrics, it's very well done. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, uh, that's all I got for news. Um, so it's time to yeah. unless Terry has more to transition into uh, weird words. But first, Avon presents delightful, delectable lipstick deluxe. The lipstick that has everything. It's so good looking with its lustrous silvery cap and golden base, and its beautiful jewel-like applique on top. But beauty is as beauty does, and the lipstick deluxe is everything you've ever wished for. It feels so comfortable, light as sheer silk against your skin. It glows on your lips, always feels creamy, and how beautifully the new Avon lipstick clings. It keeps its clean, clear outline, lasts for hours and hours, too. That's the outside and the inside story of Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe. Select your favorite colors from a rainbow range of shades. Your Avon representative will be calling soon to show you Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe and other makeup news. Do welcome her. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan-Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan-Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. The Quiz Kids, bright, lovable youngsters, ready for another difficult examination in the schoolroom of the air. Weird words, weird words. All right. Well, I just had one one quick thing. Mm -hmm. There's a story... I won't go into the whole story, but it was a world record story where there was a farmer somewhere. He had the world record. He grew a pumpkin uh, since it's getting close to Halloween. It's 2,195 pounds. Wow. The whole time. Go ahead with your words. Sorry. Okay. Our first word is eructation. And it's Uh (laughs) E-R-U-C-T-A-T. T I O N instead of erupt with a Eddie T, Van Halen used to play it with a T. Wow. Eruption. Hmm. Eddie what Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Volcano? Or 
Well, see, eruption means things are blowing up. So eruption means things are going yuck. (laughs) (laughs) So then it's a man. (laughs) Or or ruck in German means you're back. Hence the the word rucksack. So maybe your your backpack is blowing up. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're even close. Kind of, sort of. A volcano. I say a volcano eruption. It means a loud burp. Oh, lay it on, Terry. There we go. The the professional burping. Right on cue. We we have a particular granddaughter in the house who can let out a burp. I can burp the alphabet. She she. What they? I need some beer. This should have been our opening story. The, she'll, she'll burp and I, I go who what was that and she'll start giggling I said, she goes girls don't burp she goes yes they do <laughs> she's proud of that <laughs> that girl does everybody does it anyway our next word is huck a buck h-u-c-k a-b-u-c-k huck a buck there used to be a Frank Sinatra song called huck a buck the huck a buck song yeah yeah, I don't know. Wow, I can't even think how the song goes. But if I can find it, I'll slip it in here. Huck a buck, huck a buck, huck a buck. Do the huck a buck, do the huck a buck. Yeah, that's. I don't remember. Is this it a, a, a dance? Then you hunch your back, start a little movement in your sacroiliac. You wiggle like a snake, waddle like a duck. Hey, that's the way you do it when you do the huck a buck. Take it. Uh, no, it's not a dance. Oh, 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 I know. It, it's the money that Huckleberry Finn has in his pocket. <laughs> Huckabuck. He has a dollar in his pocket. He's a Huckabuck. This it's word a southern thing. Well, it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. It is a homemade frozen sweet drink. So maybe like a frozen sweet tea or it could be a slushy or something, maybe. That's another name for a popsicle. Yeah, a popsicle. Popsicle. That'd be a frozen sweet drink. I'd say the guy who invented it was it was his name for a while. I did that one a long time ago. Yeah, that was one of our top ten, I think. That was that wasn't his name though, but oh uh, his name was Fudsicle. Our next word is spondulix. Here's one. For you. Isn't that a restaurant S- in St. Louis? P O N D U L I C S. Spondulix. I think there's a restaurant in St. Louis with that name, Spondulac. No, it's Fondulac in St. Louis. Huh. Uh, it's a cheese that you can lick. Uh, something spontaneous, spontaneous licking. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought I said it like fondue, like cheese. You know, it's fond- it starts with S. Yeah, fondue. it starts with S P. Spon. Oh, spon. Oh. So licking your spine. If someone you, <laughs> you give them a massage, you give them the spine lick. <laughs> it's the spine lick maneuver. Yeah. When you're choking, it's the spine lick maneuver. <laughs> this word means I don't know. money. Money? <laughs> money. Money. Spine lick? Because money? I thought that was Huckabuck. 
Duckenbuck sounds better than Spongelix. That's a German word. Oh, our next word, you'll get a kick out of this one. It's wabbit. W A B B I T, wabbit. Be very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Wabbit. I'm the hunting wabbits. Wabbit wikes. Kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. W A B B I T, wabbit? Yes, wabbit. It's, 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 wabbit. It, yeah, it's Bugs Bunny. Kill the wabbit. I'll kill the wabbit. It has to There's be a wabbit. <laughs> um, There's a wabbit twax. lightning! Strike the wabbit! Oh, goodness. <laughs> What would a wabbit look like? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a person, place, or thing? <laughs> it's a verb, actually. A verb? A a wabbit. That's what a wabbit does. You a wabbit, wabbit. A wabbit. <laughs> you wabbit a wabbit. <laughs> you wabbit this, a rabbit. <laughs> this word, for some reason, means exhausted. You okay. Tired. Yeah. I, I think everybody in the house this morning is a wabbit. <laughs> because no one wanted to get up out of bed this morning. Go to school little wabbit. <laughs> oh, then where the wabbit stayed in their little burrows. <laughs> what have I done? I've killed the wabbit. Poor little bunny, poor little wabbit. <laughs> this next word is Galacticus. Oh, S C Galacticus. S C O L E O E H A T O U S. Wow, that's a Galacticus. long word. Stalabitches, stalabitches. It's female stalactites. Stalabus, scolabus, the scolabus. I usually say it twice on here. I have to go back and see how to pronounce it. Go. How the phone pronounces it. Yeah, it's a weird one, all right. Scolabus. It, it means a weird thing. <laughs> it's definitely a weird word. A weird thing. Yeah, that's that's sure the weird scolabus. Because this word means scolabus is like in college you get a scolabus. That, that's the syllabus. Oh, oh, syllabus. The syllabus. It means somebody that eats worms. What? What? Is... Somebody that eats worms. What was the word? I must have missed it. Let me go back here. Scalacticus. Oh, Scalacticus. Oh, that word. Scalacticus. Oh, I thought it meant you said weird. Yeah. That's what it meant was a weird word. So (laughs) there's someone who eats worms. That's still not only weird, but kind of gross. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody from Fear Factor. They're all Scalacticus. Unless you are a robin and you're swooping out of a tree. 
<laughs> then it's perfectly fine. Eat them words. Worm yeah. swing. And our, I think this next one's our last one, and it is pterodoxism. T Y R M. Wait a minute. Let me, let me go back. T Y R O. I can't tell what the heck I'm saying there. That letter pterodoxism. Uh, has to be a D. Tyro, T-Y-R-O. Yeah, Tyro. Tyrodoxism? D-O-X-I-S-M. It's something left behind by a pterodactyl. I-S-U. It's not the P because that's silent. Yeah. It must be the poop because it's docs. I would think it's like doctrine or teaching. And so it's a it's what pterodactyls teach their kids. <laughs> Actually, I think Tyro might mean like a beginner. And so maybe it's like early learning. I don't know. Well, pterodoxism, it means to be poisoned by cheese or milk. Uh-huh. So if you eat bad there cheese or milk from them cows that they were making go potty in the loo, <laughs> yeah. you may end up with pterodoxism. Uh-huh. Yeah, especially if if it's full of ammonia and nitrates and everything. (laughs) And you're lactose intolerant, you can die of that. (laughs) Anyway, wow. Anyway, that's all my words. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said before, tonight we are going to present something of a more legitimate nature, something very unhokey. So now we get to move on into. I actually have two top 10 lists that was sent in by a listener, but I'll only do one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. I will do the latest one, which is a top 10 list of um, top 10 signs that you are too drunk. You're too drunk. Yes. <laughs> the trouble what? is, if you have one of these, you're probably too drunk to know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're you spot these in a friend, you can tell your friend. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Number 10. Let me, let me slow my speed down a minute. Okay. Number 10 is you're too drunk if you have to. Hold on to the lawn to keep from falling off the earth. Call me back when you're sober. <laughs> yeah. Let it sprawl, Deagle. Well, hey, you have to hold on to the lawn. I'll be flogging to space. Falling off the earth. <laughs> Number nine. Mosquitoes catch a buzz after sucking your blood. <laughs> the love bug will bite you if you don't watch out. If he ever bites you, then you'll sing and shout. That, that's why they have so many uh, bug lights on the beer gardens outside. Gonna... <laughs> and you know when they zap a, a drunk mosquito because it explodes and catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, the back of your head keeps getting hit by the toilet seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As you're talking to God on the big white uh, porcelain telephone. Right? Your idea, oh, number seven, 
Your idea of cutting back is less salt. Right? Oh, on, on, on your margarita, huh? Margarita. <laughs> Number six, you can focus better with one eye closed. <laughs> yeah. I, I see you might also be noted for your sense of humor. Don't she double so badly, huh? Number five, you fall off the floor. See, oh, see the option number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on tight. Uh, might fall off the floor. Number five, the whole bar greets you when you come in. The whole bar. Everybody knows him, but that no oh, Everybody knows him. When you come in, they like to cheers. You know? Hey, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never been in that position, so. Number four, you haven't had a driver's license in so long you've forgotten what they look like. I haven't had one in 20 years, but it has nothing to do with being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. I don't know what to look like because apparently I heard someone describing one the other day. And it used to be if you were under 21, you had, I think, a blue background. If you're over 21, you had a red background or it was vice versa, maybe. Well, now they do it vertically or uh, portrait or, or or landscape position. I forget yeah, which is I switched. heard that too. I heard that too. Number three, you think Roseanne looks good? Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, does that country song "Girls" out like prettier at closing time? <laughs> Number two, um, you can't recognize yours. House, unless looking through the bottom of a glass. Well, I think we have a swell solution to that one. <laughs> you can't recognize what? Your, your spouse. 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 Oh. You know, it says husband, wife, spouse. Yeah. You're just a little bit broken up, I think, at that when you said that. Oh. Or either that or my ears were one of the two. <laughs> and um, number one, you spend more time on the floor than you do standing up. Perhaps I'd better come back when he's sober. <laughs> See item 10 and the other one about the floor. <laughs> you see the underside of a 10. lot of good tables. List. <laughs> that was sent in by some guy named Steve Heltzley. <laughs> he doesn't want to be on the show. He just wants to contribute. What's <laughs> yeah, he also is one who sent in one of another of our uh, emails I read on the previous. He could have he could have recorded it himself. I know. Instead of recording it, we could have just played it in there. Which you know, I'm ready for anchor topic because that that will definitely segue into it. Yeah, anchor topic. Communication. Well, falling off the floor. Oh, no. Uh, no so it's communications. And speaking yeah. of communications, I had actually had a, a thing I wanted to talk about. But since you mentioned recording on your phone, that is a way of communicating. And for people who don't know or weren't aware, is especially if you have a smartphone, I'm, I know uh, iPhones, you can open a voice memo. I'm sure Android has a similar audio recording thing. But you open that up, you hit record, you tell us your funny story, or you send us in your list, or you read us whatever you want to read to us. Whenever you hit stop, uh, 
you should have somewhere on the screen a share button. Uh, whether it's Android or iPhone, it depends on where you might find that. But find the share, and then you uh, type in our email address, tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. And you can send that directly, and, and I'll get it, and we can play that on the show. And it's all one big long word, what he just said, tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. Don't put no spaces. tsf, as in that sounds funny, at mm-hmm. thatsoundsfunny.com. It's all, you know, no spaces, one word, which I think maybe why I haven't been getting Jill's emails. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, maybe. Well, they would, they would bounce back if, if you were doing that. Uh, but I haven't been getting them to that address. Uh, but anyway, that is communications, and it doesn't have to do with blind people. It's just anybody can communicate that way. Now, the topic I did have, uh, you, I want to talk about older forms of communication. And I say older because with these days with internet and emails, it kind of changes the dynamic of everything. But previously to our high-tech environment that we live in, the way people communicated, of course, you speak with somebody in person, which anybody can do that. Blind people, sighted people, even deaf people, if you know a sign language or if they you know, know how to speak. Um, you can do that face-to-face. If you're not face-to-face, you can call someone on the telephone. In the old days, you would dial the number or hit the buttons on the phone. Uh, these days, you put out your cell phone and you can call somebody. Uh, another way you can communicate is writing letters. I, w- I would have said telegraph, but that's really kind of old technology. <laughs> but writing Pony letters. Express. Yeah. Pony Back Express. when you were a kid, <laughs> Morris <Yeah>. Code. <laughs> well, you know, the telegraph, I mean, it's still like people still can send them, I think, with Western Union, but it really isn't done because there's so much better easier, faster ways. Uh, but anyway, uh, writing letters, uh, which can, it relates to Pony Express because that's what they used to do is carry letters across. But you, you write because you, you know, put ink on paper uh, and that's fine. Uh, and the, the Braille... Uh, it can get you in trouble system, depending on what you write though. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Braille system uh, became a system used by blind people to send letters to each other. Now, the, the Braille was actually invented by a French army officer. He had a blind son, uh, Louis Braille, and uh, he used that with his blind son, who later turned around and taught it to other blind people. And the rest is history, as they say. But here's the pros and cons with that when it comes to Braille. Just let's say every blind person in the country can read Braille, Ma- wave a magic wand. There we go. We can not read Braille. It's not that case, but let's say it is. <clears throat> Considering only about, oh, roughly 10% of people who are in the country who are blind, and considering that only about 10% of that 10% are totally blind, how many people do you think you can communicate with through Braille alone? <laughs> I mean, we know people who are blind because we kind of come from uh, a family that has a few of those in it, but outside of us, 
how many other people in our family are blind that can read Braille? So if you were to try to send one of your kids a letter in Braille, what are they going to do? I can't read this. Mm-hmm. Call you up and say, why did you send me a letter in Braille? Can't you just tell me what you want? <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it gets really, I mean, it used to be really pushed. You know, kids got to learn Braille in school and they, and they really should. But in all honesty, it's, it, it's not very effective for communicating with other people. Uh, for one thing, a Braille letter is it, it hit this in really thick paper to hold a dot. Uh, it's equivalent to a 28-point font. Uh, so you're, it's like twice as large as writing it in print with the typewriter. You use twice as much paper. Uh, and if you have, a say, something like a Braille Bible, well, heck, a print one you can hold in your hand. It's about an inch and a half thick. Uh, and, and it's pretty portable. But a Braille Bible, because the letters are so big and the pages hold so few it'll it'll take up an entire four, four foot shelf on the bookcase four, actually about four and a, about six feet altogether because it takes up all of one shelf and, and at least half of another one you can't carry that around and so it's very not portable it's difficult really as a communication tool when it comes to letter writing, it's good for books. It's good for if you want to have you know, a library book, they can actually send you a, a book in Braille if you ask for that. And you get a big, old, huge, fat book or several books. Uh, but it, it's not really effective. So thankfully, uh, when blind people write letters, uh, there's a, a better way, thanks to technology, with uh, recorded tape you record audio on tape we used to do that when we were kids uh, we get taped letters from grandma we didn't want to come on terry talk on the tape no. i didn't want to no. who is it i don't want to no who am i talking to because <laughs> uh, that's what you do kids will run to the house screaming and you put a microphone in your face talking the microphone um, no no you were just screaming <laughs> at the top of your lungs a second ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but, but recorded audio is, is actually an excellent way because anybody who has that technology, you know, back in the day it was open reel, then cassettes, and now it's, you know, digital. Anybody who, ha- who has the technology to play that back, it doesn't matter if you're blind, if you're sighted, if you are otherwise <clears throat> impaired you can just talk into a microphone to send it to somebody and I'm a, I was, you were, there's another way that you can do it like on uh, you said it's very beginning with your phone and send it to email but some people might not know that whenever you do your text messaging on your smartphone instead of typing it in or dictating it in there's actually a button there where you can actually record what you want to say and it's your voice and then whenever you hit that send that text message they can click on it and hear you instead of reading it right and that's things that way too but well. and, and that's a new technology with smartphones i'm not sure if people still use the old uh, standalone flip phone what they call them feature phone i don't know if those phones will do that but cer- certainly a smartphone will 
you can press and hold the microphone button. Hey, oh, even those, they should have it too, because you can do with those flip phones, you can still do your email. You can still have a voice recorder. Right. But as far as text, I make my own, I used to make my own ringtones. But I don't think you can do that through the text messaging on that. I haven't had one in a while, so I don't know. But I'm pretty sure on those phones, you don't have the ability. But on, on a smartphone, you do. You, you can you could do that. Because if you dictate to your phone <laughs> and it munches what you just said, uh, then you could just, okay, I, I don't have time to type. I'm just going to hold the button. Hey, it's time for dinner. Come down and eat or something. So, yeah. uh, then that that could be an alternate. But the thing is, with, with the audio recording, it really opens the door so that a blind person can actually write a letter to a sighted person and vice versa, and they can read it because they're using a medium that everybody can understand. Uh, and so I'm just kind of walking through these old forms of communication because, uh, I mean, for years, it, it was really a problem. And that's why they teach communications in uh, blindness rehab is to kind of see these days what works best for you, the blind person. You know, it was before Morse code, don't you? I used to know what some uh, Book signals. <laughs> we used to have walkie-talkies when we were kids and have the Morse code on. We'd beep, 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 beep. I was saying before Morse code. Oh. That was around there, smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they had Morse code. They used to have uh, reflectors with mirrors. You could, like, flash somebody a signal from far away. They they used to have semaphore flags, which I, I, I think all that really came about around the same time era in the 1800s. Uh-huh. It may have the flags may have been around before. Uh, the blind people wouldn't know it. To, they, they could send it if they knew it with the flags, but they wouldn't be able to see it to, <laughs> to get yeah. the signal back. Morse I would think code, that would have been handy on the boats when you're out in a boat. You know, before they had radios and things, you could. You know, they they did used to have a, a flag system on ships where you you flew certain flags and they each meant something. They had a little code, and you could send a message using different flags. Yeah. Back in the wooden sailing ship days, uh, right? Uh, but, but yes, uh, Morse code. I was going to say there are blind people who communicate that way even today another. because they have a ham radio. And when you get your ham radio license, the first thing you do is you learn Morse code and your license to transmit and receive Morse code. And it's even today a way where blind people uh, can hmm. communicate doing that. Isn't a ham sense. radio like a CB radio, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's right. called um, it's either UH. It's not UHF. It's it's low low frequency. It has a certain frequency range, uh, and essentially, it, it's it's it's, it's, like, it's similar to talking on a CB. You, you press the button, you talk, you let go, you listen. right. It's like a CB, but the CB has its own frequency range. Your radio and your car, AM, FM, they each have their own range. Well, the the ham radio, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's UHF, but that doesn't sound right. I, I used to, to uh, handle those a little bit. I was never licensed, though. <laughs> well, you know, because if you look at your radio dial, it only goes down into the 80s, and then it goes. I used to know the frequency ranges a lot better. And so there's not a whole lot of range for radios, but I was going to... Go ahead. Oh, I 
forgot now what I was. I was going to mention another yeah. form of communication. It'll come back to me, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, CB radio, that, that, that is a good way because it's citizens banned anybody, you know, back in the what, 70s, it was just the craze. Everybody had a, a CB in their car or our grandma had a base station. Uh, now you're limited. You only have like three or four or five miles on those. Well, I know what I was going to say. Um, not to cut you off, but um, whenever I was going scuba diving, you know, they have a form of communication as well. You know, like one of them that's, you know, kind of what some people do, like you go to a swimming pool. The one thing you learn, they teach you is your mask. Okay. Whenever you come up from underwater or if you're in the water, if you put, if you see anybody and they have their mask up on their forehead, mm-hmm. That means they need help, and it's an emergency situation. Huh. Scuba divers, when they when they're not scuba diving, they pull their mask down and it hangs around your neck. Oh, you know, if you and so amateur people who don't know that or haven't been scuba diving, you know, they know if the scuba divers know if somebody has that comes up out of the water and they put their mask up on their forehead and stuff that means they need help so so either they need help or they're a newbie and they need to be smacked upside the head because they <laughs> need help. Mm. but so either way you go over and you help them yeah <laughs> but underwater they do the same thing like you know if you knew sign language that'd be great but anymore now they got their new style masks or helmets where you can talk to each other but uh, expensive but for the ones in the swimming pool i tell them like Grandson, it doesn't really mean that much in my in your pool, but I'm just saying out in the ocean, if you were, right. I'll you, that's just something that you might find interesting. But and the dogs are communicating. What are they saying? Are you done yet? Are you scuba done diving? Yet? All you could do is point up, ready to go up, point at point at whatever. <laughs> well, when you see a shark, is it one turd or two? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, there's some communicating. Uh, we might could start to wind things down here, keep our show <laughs> a reasonable length today. Short. Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I need to see if I have a uh, letter from listener. I do. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? This is called oil change. Uh, a young woman drove into the garage where I had a part-time job one summer. She told me this is her first car and it was time for an oil change. I could tell that she was proud. It may be a little protective of her cute little sports car. She told me she wanted only the best for her prized possession and had carefully researched the best parts on the market she went as far as to bringing in her own filter and her own filter you know we sell those here i told her i know she says but i wanted only the best brands possible (laughs) i asked my dad and my brother and he told me that these were the best products well, I couldn't disagree. It was top-line stuff. When I crawled under the car, 
she watched my every move. She says, my dad told me to watch you and see how this is done. After the old oil was drained, she was right there to hand me the new filter. She reminded me that her brother and father had advised her on buying only the best quality products for her car. It was finally time to add the oil, but I had to balk at the choice of oil that she passed off to me. Look, I told her, it's store policy to only use store products, but I've been very accommodating for you. I have to admit, you've certainly done your homework on finding the best parts in the industry. It's also against policy to let customers on the shop floor and I've been very accommodating with you on that matter as well. But I have to draw the line on that, I told her, indicating her choice of oil. What's wrong with it? It's the best. I did my research, she says. You can't tell me that your dad or brother recommended this. Not after all the other top quality parts you have me put in. She suddenly looked sheepish instead of looking at the floor well not really they weren't home this morning i was in a rush to leave the house when mrs cannoli our neighbor came over i heard her ask my mom if she could borrow some oil my mom told her only the best for you so you brought me this i responded and she just nodded i'll tell you what i'll do i said I'll put in the best oil we have in the shop, and you can keep those two bottles of pure extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> Red DeSoto from Greasy Corner, Arkansas. Greasy Corner is an actual town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's wow. the email. So now it's time to wrap this up with some final thoughts. Oh, I have a final thought. <laughs> Why did the electrician not rewire the house? Because it was too revolting. <laughs> like that email. Revolting. <laughs> Revolted at once, revolting a second time. <laughs> Why is the alphabet in that order? Is it because of that song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it must be mm. <laughs> Z Y X W. Okay. Now I was gonna do this one last week, but I couldn't find. I got much, so here we go this time. <laughs> Why did Billy get fired from the banana factory? He kept throwing away the bent ones. <laughs> Quality control. Quality control. Oh, here's one. Uh, have you ever wondered what flowers wore under their petals? <laughs> Under plants. <laughs> under plants. <laughs> I got under plants on me to cover up my pistols. 
Okay. Who put a stop payment on my reality check? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, one reason it's hard to save money is that our neighbors are always buying something that we can't afford. <laughs> Keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. I never thought of it. Do you know why a ladder is so unfortunate in love? It's always getting stood up. Few women admit their age, few men act theirs. Yeah, hmm. Unfortunately true, I guess. <laughs> well, here's a classic one. Why can't the nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot. <laughs> anyway, the old I have no more. I have no more. We are all thought out. We've, yeah. we've run our brains dry mental activity <laughs> so that means it's time to close up sign off Tell everybody see you next week um, uh, listen next week i have another top 10 list all right <laughs> and uh, it'll send us your rating and listen. review on whatever directory you find us on you can stop by the web page leave us a comment send us an email send us your funny story or your top 10 list or some news headline you found but anyway, that's what you do. Thanks for listening, and we'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye bye for now. It's <laughs> that nap time. Nap, nap time. time. It's end yeah. time. We're in the end zone. <laughs> that sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com.